there, I'm History of the Flash, but you can call me JD. And a whole in Conflict Hunter, also known as just Hunter. And this is A Hero Story, episode 184. Welcome. A Hero Story is a podcast where we talk all things comics. That includes comic book movies, like yeah. one that just came out that I didn't see. <laughs> comic book did. animation, comic book video games, and comic books themselves. You name it, we probably talk <sighs> about it. Uh, this week... Morbius, The Living Vampire, <laughs> starring Jared Leto, came out. And, Why am I laughing? <laughs> and one one of two hosts foolishly saw it. Um, you can guess which one. That dummy. Literally, um, like, t- 20 minutes ago, I was in theaters. <laughs> like, I just got ago, home. 20 minutes ago, he was on the edge of his seat waiting for him to say, Dr. Michael Morbius, at your service. It didn't happen. <laughs> I, I'm not one to skip a comic book movie. Um, I mean, going way back to, like, even... I mean, since I was a kid, you know, I remember seeing Iron Man in theaters. Like, I, I remember seeing Sp- Spider-Man. I remember seeing Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3 in theaters. I mean, I saw Spider-Man so, 2 in theaters. I, I might have. I don't know. I was still like five years old. So I was very young. But anyway, <laughs> not the point. So I've always seen comic book movies in theaters. But this one, eh, few movies come around like this. Fan 4 Stick, Green Lantern, Catwoman, Morbius. Oh, it, yeah. It, it is it in that category. Like, it looked like it was that level of bad, and for some reason, Hunter's like, "So you're seeing it, right?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> and Hunter's like, "No, no, you have to see it." And I was like, "Why?" Because for the past year, we've done this podcast and probably have talked about it for like a year straight. In an ironic sense, though, like, yes, "Oh yes. man, Morbius is going to be that bad." Mm-hmm. It's like when Fan Four Stick was releasing. Like, remember, like the build up to that, like how bad, like everyone was talking about yeah. it. Like everyone just knew it was going to be shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't I mean, see that some... one in theaters, but I watched it. I did it. see that one in theaters. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I watched it as it came out on Disney Plus, actually. So. Say that again. Fantastic. Movies. Uh, <laughs> more Beast the Living Vampire. Say that again. Uh, yeah, so tell me, how was it? Drew, uh, Drew, our buddy Drew, who's been on the show before, gave it a two out of ten in our uh, little <laughs> chat there. So, <laughs> not and I and I said that's I said that's probably still rating it a little bit high. So, oh my uh, god, I haven't even thought of a rating, but here I'll just go over it real quick, just for the people that are just listening to this. Uh, we'll also talk Moon Knight episode one, and we'll also get to the comics of the week, and as well as we weren't on last week. Uh, there just wasn't many things out and there wasn't a lot of news, but uh, JD Red Rogues, which came out by Joshua Williamson. So he'll go over that for this episode here. Uh, Spider-Man Beyond also ended, so I'll discuss that briefly. I also read Hulk this week, but and there's some news. But yeah, uh, I, I saw Morbius. And uh, let me just... So, spoilers for Morbius. I know there's a lot of people that are not clicking Whoa, away. Dude, you can't spoil Morbius. Don't spoil the Morbius. There isn't... Anything to spoil? <laughs> I was, I was First of all, I feel like you kind of figure out the plot just yeah. from the commercials and like the trailers. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess I'll go over the good first. Um, sometimes when he jumps, it kind of looks like he teleports, and I thought that that was kind of a cool visual effect. <laughs> that that's about. <laughs> Uh, that was that was a very lengthy was, good section. I'm gonna need a timestamp for that. I was trying to think. Okay, the movie starts and it's like my first thought, like ten minutes, and I'm like, huh, this is fairly interesting. I mean, it's a doctor trying to find a cure for himself, and he's willing to do anything to get it, and then he gets it, and it's awful. <laughs> uh, movie starts with him getting the cure immediately. It's a short movie, but it feels four hours. Kind of like a, the Batman. Were you like checking movie. like your watch or like checking your phone at all? Like... Multiple times, multiple <laughs> times. I have my watch on it. 
I'm like, man, this movie should be over by now. Oh, but the trailers played, so it's like, you know, I had like how many trailers played? Yeah, you're like trying to figure trailer. out the time in your head. Yeah. You're like, all right, so an hour and forty minutes. The best, be the best part about this movie was the Multiverse of Madness trailer that played before. <laughs> uh, just like we thought, there's there's a character called Milo in this who we've been calling on the podcast Dark Morbius. <laughs> Just as we thought he's in it. I will say, quick review for Dark Morbius. When he gets his powers, there's a probably a minute-long scene of him dancing in the mirror shirtless. But the camera is, like, stuck on his face in the center. So when he moves, the camera moves with him. It's like a TikTok filter. And it's, like, way too long. And everyone yes. felt uncomfortable in the theater during that. First of all, I'm surprised there were multiple people in this theater. I thought it would just be you in there. It was packed. I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> But the people laughed. Canada <laughs> loves Morbius. Apparently, there's people in the front row who <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Jared Leto movie's really good. I don't get that. I'm trying to think of everything that happened in this movie, but there really wasn't much. Okay, there's a father figure to the to Jared Leto and Dark Morbius. <laughs> That's what I'm calling them, I guess. Uh, Dark Morbius like slashes him because. His, the father figure doesn't accept who he is. He's like, you can't be a vampire. And he's like, but I am a vampire. And like slashes him. So he's laying on the ground. He calls Jared Leto and says, I need help. And then Jared Leto goes to him. By the way, it's daytime during the scene. Jared Leto goes to him. It's now nighttime. He's laying on the ground, bleeding out, right? And Jared Leto's like, I have to get you to the hospital. And he goes, you have to stop him. Dead instantly. How did he survive all day? <laughs> And then as soon as Jared Leto comes, he just... I don't know. That bothered me. <laughs> that's that's what bothers you about this movie? Everything no, else but, is fine, but that scene? I mentioned just before recording that uh, there's the line in the trailer, I am Venom. Just kidding. It's Dr. Michael Morbius. How can I help you? Or something like that. Your, your, fav- your favorite comic book scene ever in history. That was kind of cut. He says... So he goes to the guy and says, I am Venom. And then the scene cuts. We don't get him hear him say. Was it like a, was it like a bad cut too? Like yeah, yeah. It's very sudden and it's like it felt it felt like there was more to that scene, which there was because in the trailer there is more to that scene. But this movie's false advertising. Release the Leto cut of Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> get it, it trending. The the trailer has him like walking outside and you see the Spider-Man PS4 in the framey suit in the background with the spray paint murder. That's not in the movie at all. No, of course not. Why would that be in the movie? Uh, I feel like they just put that in the trailer just to get like a little bit of traction of people talking about it. The The whole plot of the movie is he, he becomes this vampire character and he's killing people. And so it's Dark Morbius. And so these two detectives are trying to stop them. And they are the worst detectives in the world. They let him go multiple times. They they go to Morbius's girlfriend, love interest woman. <laughs> And they go like, I'll get to that in a second. But they go to her. They're just like, were you on this boat when uh, Morbius killed all these people? And she goes, I'm having a hard time remembering that night, detective. And they go, okay. And they leave. They don't question her anymore. They oh, story checked out. out. They're like, okay. <laughs> I understand. People forget. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, Patrick and SpongeBob trying to open the door. To, to open Sesame. <laughs> well, done everything I can. So, so right after that scene, they go to Morbius, who's in this building that's probably 20 feet tall, something like that. Or 20, 20 stories, sorry. 20 stories tall. 20 it's feet like, tall? Yeah. What is it, a dollhouse? I don't know. It's about 20 stories tall, and they go to him, and they're just like, you're coming with us, we gotta ask you questions. So he starts to run, and he runs to this area where there's stairs going up. 
You know, like uh, in the Batman when he's in the police building and uses the grappling hook to get up to the roof? Yeah. There's a building like that, but way taller. They're in New York City. And Morbius is able to jump to the very top as the cops are catching him, gets to the roof, runs, goes to jump from roof to roof, but stops himself because he's like, I haven't done this before. Turns around and the police are right behind him. It's like, how did you get 20 stories when he just re- how do- tell again, cops? Again, that's your problem with this movie. <laughs> you so went much- to go see Morbius. <laughs> Okay, okay. You bought two tickets! I, I did. My, yeah, we, like I saw with my girlfriend. And even when that scene happened, she's like, what, does the cop have powers? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense how we got there that fast. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get end credit scene. Um, well, I, won't I, get... I did watch this online. So uh, the, the trailers show the vultures in this movie. He's only in the end credits scene. What's up, Doc? He's, he doesn't say that at all. Oh, my God. Release the Leto cut. So he's not in the movie until the end credits scene. It shows him just suddenly appear in a cell. and that, only, that was like the worst scene I've ever seen. The only line is, I hope the food's better in this joint. And then that credit scene ends. <laughs> and then the second end credit scene, which isn't even the end of the credits. It says, well, I guess there's there, there should be food in this joint. Better food, whatever I just said. Then it says... Marvel presents Morbius, and then it's the next end credit scene. So it's like probably ten seconds in between. <laughs> Did you see the other one? The the one where he's in the vulture suit. Yeah. Yeah. What is that dialogue? Th- that was who wrote that? It sounded like the the delivery of the dialogue too was awful like it's yeah. like they took the first take that Michael Keaton did. And they're like, yeah, that's good. I mean, I don't think editing will even... get that. Yeah, he was he was definitely in like a booth or something just voicing it so bad so vulture for those who didn't see it vulture goes to morbius if i if i play um, the audio of it is it gonna be like a problem or no i don't know oh gosh is it worth the risk does sony care because no one fucking cares about this movie <laughs> <laughs> i think it's worth the risk of a hero story ending let me let me let me pull it up real quick because like i i, I listened to that shit and i was like for ah. context uh morbius yeah, is here driving here go, on the top <laughs> So Vulture's landing like next to next to Morbius, right? Like the big wings and like. He's gonna be a homecoming suit. about that is so bad and that's definitely not even michael keaton he doesn't even take off the mask yeah so it's just like it was just like a cgi figure and they just had like keaton do a voiceover it's so bad i figure we could do some good all right one take but like morbius is like driving and then he stops gets out of the car and then michael keaton meets him in, in a field or did they just find each other was this a meeting that was planned also michael keaton isn't a vulture suit made of stark tech Yep. How did how did <laughs> he, he get that? He rebuilt it on this new Earth. <laughs> how did he get that on this Earth? On the Ve- he's on the Venom universe Earth now. Because when he appeared, the, he had the, nothing. The Morbius, the MCU, the Morbius Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and he goes to Morbius. Says, "They just got something to do with Spider Man." Like Morbius doesn't know who that is. <laughs> I, I wish I wish um, Morbius had been like, "Who?" <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, "I don't know how I got here." And Morbius's reply is, "What are you talking about? Who are you? Who's Spider Man?" It's interesting. <laughs> yeah interesting something you wouldn't say about this movie 
and it's just a close-up shot like a medium shot of morbius but slightly tilted too it's like <sighs> listen when when venom got a movie right i mean i kind of questioned it but at least venom's like a pretty big character like he's yeah. held you know a lot of solo series mm-hmm. and when joker got a solo movie i questioned it but like joker's you know the biggest like he's dc DC's biggest villain. villain yeah morbius is like not even like a top 20 spider-man villain <laughs> i mean to like uh tyler comic boy uh has said that in morbius's first appearance uh mm-hmm. peter parker has six arms so morbius's first appearance isn't even the most interesting thing about that issue <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point like he's such a nothing burger of a character <laughs> like even then it's like what was the... okay so in this movie oh, right i want to talk about the love interest so he works with this doctor to get the morbi morbius powers get the vampire powers <laughs> and so she helps him out because she feels bad for him right because he has the condition where he's struggling to walk uh he gets the powers and then she's like all right great we're we're, we're good and everything like and he's like yeah we're good Later on, hour later, they meet up again. First time, oops, first time since the start of this movie. Just punch my You're mic. so excited about Morbius, <laughs> you're just destroying your mic. They meet up again for the first time for like the last hour. And they're just, she's just like, how's your condition? And she cuts her hand by accident and he starts to like breathe heavily because blood. And then he's able to control himself though. And then they go up to the roof to get some fresh air. And he's just like, sorry, I was all Dracula on you. And she goes, well, I find Dracula a little bit romantic. And he goes close your eyes and she does and they kiss and it was like i thought they were like co-workers <laughs> like there was no chemistry at all they had they shared like a single scene together before this it's like, you think jared leto sent her a dead rat like he did to margot robbie <laughs> <laughs> but then dark morbius comes spoiler alert dark morbius kills her well beats her up right she's still alive Oh my, so th- reverse Morbius, how could you? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, seeing this, Morbius gets mad, goes to her, she's dying on the ground, and he goes, what do you do when someone's dying? You kiss them, obviously. So he goes to kiss her again, and as they kiss, it's hard to tell because it's nighttime and they're all wearing black and they're on a roof, but either she bites him or he bites her, but one of the, both their lips start bleeding. There's just blood on both their lips, but it's not implied who bit who. And so... Then Morbius, seeing the blood, starts to chew, starts to eat her, essentially, right? And then he gets really Yikes. angry over this, so he fights Dark Morbius, and the last scene in the movie is he feeds Dark Morbius by not even fighting, he just stabs him with a knife, and he, Dark Morbius dies. <laughs> but Morbius starts to fly in the air with all the bats, and it's like this dramatic music, and then it cuts to the girlfriend, her doctor lady, who's still on the ground, and her eyes open, and then it cuts to Morbius flying again, and then the movie ends. She Morbius? So it's not even like an Avatar moment where her eyes like open and that's the end of the movie. Like it just cuts back to Morbius gliding around, not noticing. This. The editing in this movie sounds really bad. It's <laughs> like really choppy. Awful. It's awful. It's daytime, it's nighttime, it's daytime, it's nighttime. And it's like how many days go by in this? I I mean it's it's a Morbius movie, so I don't know. Like, there, like there were no expectations. Like, if I did see this movie, I would have went in like, "This is gonna be the worst thing I've ever seen in theaters." It so might, it might actually be that his love interest too. Uh, she's being followed by the detectives because they were like, "Wait, we should actually question this woman." So they're saying, "Okay." So she like runs through a market and she's like di- dipping and diving through crowds to get away from the detectives. She jumps on a bus that's going by. She's barely stopping. Jumps on, gets on the bus, sits there like. Whew, I lost him. 
What's this on the ground? A newspaper. Morbius is wanted. And then right behind her, Morbius happens to be on that bus. <laughs> and goes, hey there, stranger. And she's like, what are you doing here? How? What? Morbius just happened to be on the bus in this market that happened. <laughs> the, the great thing about this is no one who's listening to this has actually seen Morbius. No. And obviously I haven't seen Morbius. So you could be making up all these details and I'm I'd be not. like... I'm not. <laughs> but, but that's how bad these are that like you could just be shit like throwing this shit out of your ass like who how did this movie get made it's i mean so i gotta funny. i gotta think that sony owns like you know the spider-man oh no <laughs> uh so J- jd just left the zoom <laughs> we, we recorded the episode on zoom now i'm talking about morbius by myself uh-oh I should probably pause this. Um, or I could improv. What did you think of Morbius? Or what did you think of the sound of Morbius? Oh, good, he's joining again. Oh, God, that scared me. I cannot do this. I cannot review Hulk 2003 again like I did that one time I did the podcast alone. What just happened? My screen just went black. My screen just went black and I thought Morbius was behind me. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I did like a jump scare. Holy shit. I don't know. My, my screen just went completely black and then turned back on and then I was out of the Zoom call. Do you oh my God. do you have your computer plugged in and everything? Yeah, it wasn't a battery thing. The battery's full. That was really weird. Okay, that that scared not, me not a even lot. Gonna, for some not even going to question it. That was <laughs> Doctor Michael Morbius took me over. <laughs> I'm just like, oh no, I'm talking about Morbius for myself my, now. My, my eyes open at the end. No, what what I was saying is, Sony owns the rights to like all the Spider-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. It it's mind-boggling to me that like they haven't tried to do like a like spider-man 2099 or like miles morales oh, or great. like yeah. ben riley like why not try one of those projects like wouldn't that be much better than like let's do a morbius movie or let's do a silver sable like they're doing why? craven the hunters filming now and it's about craven being a hero like why not take Cra- craven wasn't heroes? in any like post-credit like thing right no it was just about both okay because i had read something Ultra. online that mentioned craven but i i didn't see any that would have made more sense i feel like but or venom at least it's, do something in venom it's, it's it's a it's a bad universe uh I hope so it, what i hope it just doesn't exist i guarantee kevin feige hates it more than anyone <laughs> <laughs> so so we've gotten to the point where it's time to rate it with a number what mm. is the number between one and ten that you rate morbius uh i do like when he jumps so, <laughs> i don't solid, know it, it solid is, five seconds of the movie you like it like i wish i could watch it with you and like harper and the other people like people do the podcast because it's like it's funny because it's awful hunter hunter throughout the movie yeah i was just like, it was it's boring it's really boring like last thing last thing i have to say real quick morbius and dark morbius they're arguing over if people should die or not and then a bunch of police officers come and go like, freeze, put your hands up. So they both do it. And then Dark Morbius kills those cops, but not like, like he's dodging bullets. He's like doing spins and flips and he kills them all. And it's like probably a minute fight scene of like this Dark Morbius killing police officers. And Jared Leto just watches after his whole speech of we shouldn't kill. He doesn't try to stop at all. He just stands there like. Oh my God. Anyway. Okay. So honestly, I think two i'd say three i like when he jumps <laughs> i i mean i i know that's what your letterbox d review is gonna say like <laughs> i like the theme where he jumps but, but like it is one is, of those is it 
I mean, obviously you just watched it, but like, is it the worst comic book movie? Because you've seen Fan Four Stick, you've seen Batman and Robin, you've Fan seen Fan Four Stick. Have you seen Catwoman? Uh, I actually haven't seen Cat- Catwoman. Don't don't do it. I won't. Have you yeah. seen You've seen Green Lantern? Like yes. you've seen a lot of bad comic book movies. I don't Where does like it rank? <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of like that too. But no. but what rank in the bad comic book movies? Oh wow, I think it actually is the worst. Wow. I think because Fantastic, I think the beginning is decent before they get their powers. Wow. And I think in Fantastic, when they first get it, how it's like kind of like a body horror movie, that's not bad. It's the rest that's bad. Well, this has no redeeming factors besides some jumping. And honestly, <laughs> maybe on popular opinion, but I don't think Jerry Little is that bad of an actor. I think like he has some Wait. terrible deliveries, but I don't think he's an awful actor. He's a good actor. He's a weirdo, but yeah, he's a good he, actor. In real, yeah, of course he's very. He's, he might be a cult leader, but might be or is. But like he knows what he's doing, except for when he has to talk to Vulture in an end credit scene that was clearly filmed like a month ago. Yeah, that was that was really <laughs> weird, and and just the Vulture delivery line like that, like that literally sounded like they did one take, and they're like, yeah, that'll be good to go. Like they're at the start of the movie, he's explaining his sickness. To someone and it's like oh i forgot jerry little actually knows how to act <laughs> right right he's like, actually like an academy award-winning actor yeah, like yeah yeah so like he you know i know people don't like him but i don't think he's that bad poor poor jared leto he's been morbius and joker and suicide squad that's a tough resume he has played the worst character in marvel and the worst character in dc essentially <laughs> wow portrayals yeah but ah, i don't know ah. I, I think I'll give it a three, maybe three and a half. Wow. Yeah. I'm like saying like, yeah, you know, we'll give it a three. Like it's not. So, so between your three to three and a half, uh, Drew's at a two. It's just not a good movie. Don't see it. <laughs> yeah. I, but actually, I'm like, I'm seriously saying don't see it. Even if you're oh, it sounds so bad. I kind of want to see what it's about. Like, I don't want this movie to make money. As, as sad as that sounds. I don't want this universe to continue. Just get, give your Marvel, give your Spider-Man rights to Sony. Or, I mean, to, I mean that, to Marvel Studios. So. Well, oh, 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 you heard it here first. Hunter no. wants Sony to have oh. all the rights to all, every Marvel character. Or do what JD said. Do Spider-Man 2099. Do, yeah, just do, do, just Spider-Man do an actual Woman. Spider-Man do, character, not Morbius. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of, like, an equivalent. Like, like who would be the Batman villain equivalent? Like, um, like when you do a Man-Bat solo movie? Yeah, that's basically what this would have been. That'd be Morbius, yeah. right? Like, like yeah. let's do Kirk, Dr. Kirk Langstorm. And then he gets this disease where he turns into a bat. Oh my god, that literally is the same. That it's would be the, the same, same movie. thing. Only he looks like a bat. Morbius Ugh. just looks like Jared Leto with kind of like where you have tape and put your nose up. <laughs> uh, this has been our um, hour. I call it hour because I only got to watch the postcard scene. But this has been our review of Morbius. Thank God I didn't spend fifteen dollars on a ticket. Yeah, I kind of envy you. Oh, well. <laughs> Did you see Moon Knight? I've seen some clips, but I haven't watched the episode. Uh, I think I think I'm gonna I'm not gonna watch it weekly. I think I'm just gonna watch it all when it drops because I, I, li- I like to just binge it. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I mean, I'm probably gonna run into spoilers, but whatever. I mean, like I I hate weekly releases. Yeah, I I do wish they would release it all at once. If they announced that they release these Marvel, like if they announced Kenobi was all coming out at once, I would book the day off work. <laughs> that would be that would be that's so six good. hours. <laughs> like I would straight up book it off. That would be amazing. So, like, they, I feel like they don't. I mean, the, the Marvel that. Netflix shows did that, right? They all dropped yeah. at once. I watched Daredevil season two and three all in one day. I don't know. Man. 
I mean, it was good, but that's like an 11 hour stream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. Uh, I understand why they do it weekly. It's just to create the discussion to continue on throughout the week. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. It's just, I don't know, it's kind of annoying. So I'll probably just watch it when it's all done. Yeah, that's fair. It was good. I won't go into deep spoilers. I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, on the opposite scale of Marvius, where I heard nothing but bad things, I've now heard nothing but good things on Moon Knight. Now, like, I, I've enjoyed the Disney Plus Marvel shows, but bias aside, they all have the same problem. And this show doesn't run into that. The problem being, the villain's always revealed at the last episode, or the second last episode. That's what happened with Hawkeye, it happened with, technically it happened with Loki, it happened with Falcon the Winter Soldier was like the old the main reveal of, oh, this person's actually been bad this whole time. WandaVision, Agatha's been bad the whole time. The first scene of Moon Knight is the villain, and he's clearly a villain. He's not pretending he's a hero or anything. It's clearly like this is the antagonist of the show, and he's going to be developed throughout these six episodes with Moon Knight. So that that's a plus for me. It's also, there's no older characters like that have been adapted in the MCU already. This whole show is going to be separate. It's still in the MCU, but they're not going to be like shouting at references every so often that they're going to be mentioning they, they'll probably name drop the avengers they'll probably mention the snap but that's not the focus of this at all it's very much about moon knight and it's cool it's it's well written it, it's a slow but like in a good way you know i mean you're you're the moon knight expert now because apparently. this entire month this entire month you've read nothing but moon knight so yeah. and all like modern moon knight so mm-hmm. 2006 and up because he had nothing so so, so as the moon knight fan like as someone who's been reading the comics <laughs> is it you know up to snuff of what you expect from the character yeah they're doing a lot of modern stuff and not waiting for it if that makes sense like contro uh, Moon. I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I mean, I've only read it, comics of Moon. I haven't played any game. I know he's in Marvel Ultimate Alliance or something, but Concho is his god. Maybe it's Concho. I've always read Concho in my head. I feel like I'm <laughs> saying it wrong. I'm waiting for them to say it in the show, but they haven't yet. Concho has not a big role early on in like early 2000s Moon Knight, except the whole point of him is the last person Moon Knight kills, Concho looks like that which I think everyone thought was dumb. Instead of looking like his true form where he has like the bird skull head and everything and he looks like an Egyptian god. And this show, they're showing Concho right away. You're hearing Concho, he's seeing Concho in the corner of his eye everywhere and dark corners and stuff. And I like that because that's like 2010 Moon Knight. Concho's Concho's always watching. That's the whole thing. And now they're doing that right away. Uh, Stephen Grant, Mark Spector, Moon Knight. He has technically five personalities if you count Moon Knight as one. So far, this first episode, they only pretty much focus on Steven, who right. is like the probably the least interesting one. But they may, I think there's a reason they did that because he's not that interesting. So it makes the other like personalities that he has really intriguing. And you want to see more of that. The whole thing right. is like Mark Spector and Moon Knight, those are the two very violent ones. And technically, Jake Lockley, too, in the most recent Moon Knight run. But I don't know if they'll do that because that's coming out right now. But. Right. Mark Spector is a mercenary. Stephen Grant is in the comics. He's just a business guy. In this, he's a he's a museum gift shop person. So uh, they're they're making Mark. They're showing Mark as of this violent person. Muna is this violent person without being R rated. Because the whole episode, this isn't a spoiler to the plot. It's just something really clever. I don't know if you saw this or not, but it's all in Stephen Grant's perspective. So he keeps passing out and waking up, and there's bodies all around him. Yeah. 
or he'll be driving past him, wake up, and suddenly there's a gun in his hand and he's covered in blood kind of thing. So you don't see Mark. You just see Steven freaking out over this because he doesn't realize that he has this. And then suddenly like, oh, it's Friday. And then I I pass on wake up and it's Monday kind of thing. So, right. It's good, though. Uh, We we only see Moon Knight for about like five seconds in this episode. It's really teasing it. But it's the suit looks great and it's really cool. And I honestly think you'll like it. I know you didn't like Loki. I don't know your opinions on the other ones, actually. I, I think they're all, I mean, I, it's not that I don't like any of them. I think they're all pretty okay. I just feel like I didn't need to watch them. Yeah. I think Hawkeye, I think Hawkeye was the worst one. But I think that, like, if I didn't watch any of them and I just, like, you know, watched the movies, I don't know. Like, I, I don't feel like I would have missed the beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Like, uh, Endgame ends with the Vision dead and WandaVision ends with Vision dead. Like, like, I think they, and obviously they do that on purpose, like, so you don't have to watch the show as a tie-in, it's kind of just like an added bonus, but like... Yeah, like, even I, even with Falcon I want there to be, like, some kind of weight of, like, like, there's, like you need to watch this, you know? Yeah, which for Moon Knight, although we obviously we'll see him again in the future in the MCU, maybe in an Avengers movie or something like that, this is just his origin. But it's right. a good origin. Kind right, of. so 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 that I'm a little more interested in because the rest of them were characters that we had pretty much already. Yeah, it's just what they've like, been, been doing. With. Yeah, like kind of like the in between of their next movie. So, like this if is someone like skipped Falcon the Winter Soldier, they would still Sam, Sam is still Captain. Cap. Yeah, yeah. Endgame ended with Sam getting to be Captain America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you'd miss, I guess, a little bit of the building, but like you'd be like, all right, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to see how he rejected the shield at first and then he got it back. Like, you don't right. need that in the end. Right. Moon Knight, I'm sure you don't need, but it's, you know, it's still good. Like, it's going to be entertaining. So far, so good. I have a lot of hope for it. Uh, there's, a, there's a few Easter eggs. Uh, he has a friend called Frenchie in the comics, and his name was in a cell phone. So there's a, there's a couple little things here and there that I caught. But all in all, like, it's just enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was me doing that. Also, he talks to a statue in this who's apparently this guy named Crawley who works with Moon Knight in the 2006 and 2016 run. But he's just a statue. In, in the comics, he's the guy. So I guess it was just a reference. <laughs> I didn't catch that. But I saw online that it was credited that that was Crawley. But yeah, I, I still recommend it. And those are our reviews of live action stuff of the week. Maybe we'll me talk react, a bit more. Me, me just reacting to Hunter's reviews. Exactly. It's a, a good way to Maybe go. Maybe we'll talk a bit more Moon Knight next week if something major happens. Or Maybe we'll talk about Morbius again after the second viewing. <laughs> what? I'll probably see it three more times until then. But besides that, Doctor Strange is next. Which you okay. will see, right? Come on now. <laughs> okay, good. Sam Raimi, uh, baby, come on more, now. More, you didn't see Morbius, so I don't know. Doctor Strange. Oh my God, I didn't see Morbius. <laughs> Just making sure. The first bit of news, I guess, Doctor Strange tickets go on sale apparently April fourth. So be on the lookout, or April sixth. It's one of the two days. So be on the lookout. Uh, we got a little bit of news this week, and then we'll get jump into the comics. Uh, Samuel for Marvel news, real quick. I have Samuel Jackson straight up did an interview just talking about. I don't know what he was talking. I think he was talking about. I don't know what he was talking about. Let me be honest. <laughs> Someone said, "Hey, you're in Secret Invasion. What's it like to be back as Nick Fury?" And he says, "Well, I'm also in the Marvels in Ant Man three, so the- I've been Nick Fury for a few months." And it's oh. like, "Oh, I don't know if you were supposed to say that, <laughs> but okay." <laughs> so, yeah, he's gonna be. A Weren't they supposed to be doing like a Nick Fury show? That's what Secret Invasion. That's what. Se- 
is. Now, yeah. didn't Secret Invasion get canceled or am I bugging? Did I dream this? You definitely dreamt that. <laughs> okay. Because for some reason in my like in my head I had it that it got canceled and I was like, well, that's crazy that Marvel canceled something, but okay, then I'm bugging. Yeah, Inhumans. <laughs> wow. The Inhumans movie. Oh my god, what will we do? That was going to happen at one point. But yeah, Nick Fury will be in uh, Captain Marvel 2, okay, which seems expecting. But I mean, yeah, M- that makes sense. MN3, that sounds pretty interesting. I wonder if he'll actually be in it or just like a credit scene. Yeah, just he's at a funeral again, like he was in yeah. <laughs> Uh You told me this right before. Shung, Shang-Chi is getting a reboot, or no, sorry, no, a relaunch in the comics again. Right, so Shang-Chi has a title right now. It's at like, well, like maybe issue 12. 10? 12. 12. So Shang-Chi had a book for like a mini, right? And then it went into a book. It like had an ongoing. A, it had a, two one shots and then two minis. Two, and then two one shots, two minis, and ongoing. Now it's relaunching a number one, and it's the same writer, same artist, but it's just going to be called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, I guess, to match the movie. A little weird because the movie came out like a while ago now. Yeah. And why relaunch it i mean i get it it's a sales thing and oh let's match the movie but like why yeah i i thought it was fairly successful too i i don't even know like to me that makes good sales but yeah in the past i mean but but it doesn't matter about sales apparently because look at zadarsky's daredevil right that's going back to number one obviously that was selling well yeah like in the past two years uh he's had so many different series so many He's had one, two, three, four, five. This is the sixth issue one, Shang-Chi issue one. And even then, Harper was just telling us uh, the Ten Rings have nothing to do with him in the comics. Right. I get this right. is the, like the Mandarin's him. not the Mandarin's not his father. Yeah. I get this is like getting him to get to the Ten Rings and everything. Also, they look like the MCU Ten Rings, like the bracelets instead of the rings yeah. on the cover. So yeah. maybe this is a different Ten Rings. Who knows? It's. I just I question like and I and I hate it on both sides. Both companies do it, Marvel and DC. It drives mm-hmm. me nuts. You you undermine the value of a number one when you have ten thousand number ones, you know? Exactly. And it's so annoying, like like Daredevil is like the worst one now. Like how many times have restarted? Like when it restarted in nineteen ninety eight, that was like a crazy thing, right? Like mm-hmm. like, oh my god, like the you know, the new Daredevil number one. Since then it's rebooted like three times, four times? Yeah, and in two weeks again. Yeah. And like it's it's crazy. Or not, so it's, sorry, one month, not two weeks. But yeah, it's it's annoying. It, and even then, like you could have given Shang Chi the Ten Rings. You, I'm, like, I'm okay with him getting the Ten Rings. I'm okay with him being like bracelets, like the movie. You could have just did that in his current series. Exactly. And and if you were gonna name the title this, why didn't you do it when you started this one? <laughs> and issue twelve. I don't know if you saw the cover for issue twelve, which is the one that's about to come out. It shows him with the Ten Rings, and it says, like, behold, the Ten Rings. Like, oh, God. he's already getting... Oh. Like, like, I shouldn't be mad because I don't even read the book, so what does it matter? But, like, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, just, it irks me. No, I understand. Um, for that, That's all I have for Marvel news this week. I'm going to miss a few things, but those are the big <laughs> ones. For DC News, DC Universe is launching world worldwide. Uh, it's a Canada now. It's coming to Europe, I think, next yeah! week. I think it comes to Australia next week. But it's like slowly, slowly going worldwide. A- avid listeners of the podcast will remember when Jim Lee promised a young hunter in 2018 mm-hmm. when when Hunter said, "Hey, when's DC Universe going to be in Canada?" He said, "It's it's coming at you soon." He said, "Sooner than you think." <laughs> well, I, I, I I thought what he did said. You think, that... Did you think four years? No, I, I thought like maybe maybe a month or two. <laughs> 
But I guess not. I'm like, I really want to watch Titans, but there's no way I can watch Titans. <laughs> that was when season one was just about uh, to come well, out. Well, that's when DC Universe was actually for the shows, and then that just... Exactly. I'm like, I, I really like Young Justice, Jim Lee, and there's no way I could legally watch it in Canada. He's like, well, stay tuned. Pirate's Life is for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, Jim. <laughs> uh I mean, it's it's cool that it's expanding, right? I mean, that's yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, it, like I I currently use DC Universe. I like it. You know, it's just the comics now, but it's good. It's it's. I think it's five or six dollars a month, but mine's free. I don't know why it's free, but I'll take it. But uh, <laughs> they just still haven't charged me. I mean, I'm I'm expecting them to, but yeah, they don't. That's nice. Um, but it's it's like five or six dollars a month, so it's a pretty good deal. And if you do the yearly plan, it's even less. And they got. I mean, I haven't like really run into problems with trying to find something. The only the only thing they don't have is like the novels, like Watchmen's not on there, the Earth One books are not on there, oh, Killing okay. Joke, like things that like weren't like single issue are. Their volumes, there. yeah. But other than that, they've had pretty much anything I needed. The, it's actually like high res scans, like even for older stuff, and I, I like it. I, it's I, like Marvel I... Unlimited, and you can read on the computer, which you can't do on Marvel Unlimited. Oh, that's nice. So. I, I'm thinking about maybe getting the summer. I wouldn't mind reading Tim Drake's Robin Run. I've never yeah. read that before. You've recommended it before as well. Just read it this month. Also, part of me wants to force myself. This is a comic that everyone's read, but and everyone says it's not good. I've never read it before. Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh man, I I've mean, never you read went, it. You, you just went through Secret Wars, so I guess you know you could make it. It's just. Like that twelve issues would literally feel like like a marathon. You're just like, oh my god, when will it end? It's, that's what everyone says, which is why I've never like. I feel like I know everything about it. Yeah, like, I mean, you as long as you know like the kind of important aspects that come out of it, like it really I know the plot, read, I know but... who lives, I know who dies, I know the ending. Like I just, but it's it's kind of like Secret Wars, right? Like not a lot of people have actually read it. They just know it's like oh, like the original. Like, yeah, the original Secret oh, Wars, okay, but yeah. like they know like the impact of it, and they know like. Yeah, because you know I, mean? I read the original Secret Wars in January, and that was not as a late that's a labor of a read. Like it, it's a cool story. It's a really interesting dynamic. It's got a good ending. It's got a good start, but then there's those twelve issues where it's like, I mean, oh, that, how that's, many... that's literally Christ on Infinite Earth. So that's you know, yeah. it's you know, the death of the Flash is cool, and like you know, when they take death down the Anti Monitor, it's cool. Yeah, Supergirl. But in the between, you're just like, all right, this is yeah, like pointless. Secret Wars is like, how many times do we have to see Captain America punch someone? <laughs> like, I get it. Let's move on because that's the whole thing. Is like, it's a big fight scene. It's like, okay, yeah. let's move on. It's got a few good moments, but yeah. But yeah, D- DC Universe would be pretty good. I mean, obviously, I know you're, you know, you love to read in physical, but now you could finally, you know, like finish reading. I mean, you could, you could read Jeff's Green Lantern, even though I know you want to read a physical. I do want to um, read that physical. You could read all of Mark Wade's Flash, so you could finally become a Flash mm-hmm. fiend. Yeah, and I you know, can. there's a lot of great runs for you to read. I'm okay with digital with with like streaming. Like I read Moon Knight. Most of Moon Knight was digital. You've um, you've come a long way. I just read Old Hunter would have never. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, I think you have this ready. Uh, DC announced Round Robin two. This is Round uh, Robin, and a lot of tournament. people are mad. What? I haven't. What? Actually, so. Yeah, a lot of people are mad because all right. So for those who don't remember, last was it last year, um, or was it only a few? It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. It's either a but year or a year and a half. Might, might have been a year ago. DC did a round robin event where it was something like I think sixteen titles competed in like a tournament style. Like you vote on it, 
16 pitches and one will become a book. Um, last time around, there was uh, Robins, which was a book about the four Robins, which everyone knew was going to dominate. Five, and that one Stephanie. Up... Five, sorry. Stephanie and, and... <laughs> No, no, I, I know. I forgot. Um, but that that book like dominated through the tournament and it won a lot of a lot of people felt like it wasn't fair because like that's a pretty big book to be in there while the rest were kind of more obscure titles but good Um, pitches in the end it's just like yeah yeah yeah, i I mean like jd and i were just like it would be so great to have a solo kyle rayner story right right there's a kyle rayner and kilowog story obviously a general audience is gonna be like the robins together they're gonna right and especially when like it's just on the instagram story people who aren't even gonna read the book are voting like Mm -hmm. yeah so so that one was a little skewed but it was a good idea like i I like the concept of it and there were a lot Mm -hmm. of interesting pitches in there there were some that i would never read but there were some that were interesting yeah can't candy had a title (laughs) i think that one lost like i I genuinely hope someone wrote a script for that because (laughs) like what was that pitch (laughs) edit candy eats candy six issues and I think it was up against the Kyle Rayner book round one, and it just got destroyed. <laughs> destroyed. Even general audience is going to be like, Eddie Candy versus a Green Lantern. Like, you have to know who Kyle is, and you'll vote Green Lantern. I wish I could have like bought like a like a follower thing where like they just they could vote for whatever I want, so I could make the Eddie Candy book win. Like, just hack everything. That'd be so weird. <laughs> just to make DC do it. But anyway, so they're they're doing another one uh, this year. Um, this time there's no Batman themed books, which I think is already a step up from the last one because it gives everything else a little bit more of a fair chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people were mad online. They were like, why not make all the books? Like why make us pit them against each other? It's a good opportunity to see what people want to read. I know it's a little bit generalistic because Instagram and Twitter can vote, but like, you know, it, it kind of gives you a little skin in the game, like being like, nah, this is the one we want to see, you know? So I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Listen, I wish more of them were made that are like actually good pitches, but like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, may the best book win. Yeah, that's a good point. And I wish we didn't live in a DC universe where like Batman Reptilian is a book and, you know, some of these can't be, but yeah. That's just the world we're living in. Batman One Dark Knight, I think is one. Batman Fortress is one. <laughs> Batman oh, Imposter. I saw that on a comic store today. I hate it Yesterday. here. <laughs> There's so many. Um, <laughs> anyway th- this time around um there's 16 books um I'll, I'll read them off real quick just the uh titles of them uh hawkman and hawkwoman the challenging wildcat nine lives the questions grand solution constantine and the demon vacation from hell suicide squad dark justice league redacted firestorm fourth world problems kid flash the speed of fear black canary when canaries cry Green Lantern, Delight at the End of Forever, DC Horror Presents Ghost Tour from Hell, Animal Man, The Metamorphosis, Green Lantern, The Birth of Conspiracy, Captain Carrot and His Best Friend Darkseid, Superboy, The Man of Tomorrow, and Cyborg, Cyber Gods. So a pretty, you know, diverse set of books of like different, you know, some kind of bigger characters like Green Lantern, but some like smaller characters like Wildcat hasn't been in anything in forever. So Mm -hmm. You know, no I, Batman characters at all. Not even like no Night, Batman, Nightwing, or and, nothing. And like I like that because they already here. have books. You know, the, these are mostly people who don't have books. Like I'm trying to think, like one of the stories that John Stewart, and I guess he's technically the head of the Green Lantern book right now, which and is no longer a squad thing. book. So those two, right? 
So, the, but those two at least have been in recent comics. But the rest of them, like, we haven't seen Constantine since Just League Dark got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Superboy was in Bendis's Young Justice. So he's giving me a Dark Crisis. Oh, he, he's right. in Suicide Squad, I guess. But like, <laughs> oh yeah. But but so there's a lot of these characters that like you know aren't seen as often. You know, Black Canary hasn't really been a whole lot, mm-hmm. even though she was in Justice League. But it's Bendis Justice League, so <laughs> Captain you know Carrot? so. <laughs> oh, I don't think anybody cares, but you know, it is, it is nice to see like you know some of these books. But yeah, a lot of people were mad online. I don't know. I don't get it. Like, just it, just take it for what it is. You know, it's, it's, some of them sound really good too. Like two Green Lantern titles as well. Yeah, one was about Alan Scott, and then mm-hmm. the other one was about John Stewart. So mm-hmm. no uh, highball Hal, which is uh, interesting. Yeah, I was maybe. hoping the Kyle Rayner one was going to make its way back in. Like I. I <laughs> I guess because none of the pictures were repeated, but I was like, man, I really want to see that book. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what you mean? But I don't know. What's what's your favorite of these? What do you want to win? Um, I I guess as the Flash guy, I should be saying Kid Flash, but the the pitch for it talks about Parallax and Reverse Flash, and my mind just is like, why is Wallace West dealing with this? <laughs> like, if <laughs> if Reverse Flash and Parallax were, to, I mean, that's the biggest Flash villain and arguably like the most powerful green lantern you know entity like why would wallace west be handling seems like a barry and owl team up right right and based on the pitch it probably should be a at least a flashing green lantern i don't even care which pair but uh yeah i mean i don't know it's a little weird that it's just wallace handling it but i guess it'd be some character development so i don't mind that one um Mm -hmm. the superboy one sounds cool because i love 90s superboy and then um, I thought the Alan Scott Green Lantern one was cool. That um, one sounded better than the John Based one, on the yeah. pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the birth of conspiracy. Like UFOs in the 40s. Like, that's that's kind of cool. Did you already vote? I Yeah. So I have a DC Universe account. So I was able to vote on there. And and I vote on Instagram as well. Yeah, I, Twitter, I voted but... on Instagram and Twitter. Um, okay. Well, they already did the who's against who. They, I don't know, you know the winners yet. Yeah. But... He, Yeah, the first round, I mean, most of them are pretty already decided by just the votes. Like, um, for example, the Black Canary one went up against uh, the Jon Stewart one. Yeah. And the Green Lantern one won on everyone except for, I think, Instagram. Or except for DC. Black Canary only won one out of three. So I'm guessing that one's going to be out. I I voted Black Canary for that one. Yeah, I voted Black Canary too. Not the biggest Jon Stewart fan. Me too, yeah. And I thought the Black Canary pitch sounded more interesting. Uh, okay, well, would you vote for Hawkman and Hawkwoman versus Wildcat? I voted for Wildcat. Same. Um, Same. I don't think either of those ones would win in the long term, but I think the Wildcat one sounded more interesting than, I mean, you know, Nine I Lives. I agree, that could be interesting. Uh, Question versus Constantine. I, I want to say I voted for Question on this one. I did too. But I, I like Renee Montoya, so that was kind of my reasoning. Unpopular opinion? I don't really like Constantine. I, I don't have a problem with them. I just never cared for him. So Interesting. I, I could kind of agree with that, though. I just I don't care when he shows up in yeah. other books, and I'm not, I've never read a solo series of this. Uh, Suicide Squad Dark versus Justice League Redacted. This one, like, I feel like one of these two is going to win, unfortunately, and I'm just like... Uh, I voted I, Justice League. Yeah, I voted for Justice League, too, because it's at least got Green Arrow, but the team doesn't really sound that good. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, the villain lineup, Nemesis, Killer Frost, Manhunter, Metamorpho, and Cheshire. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Firestorm versus Kid Flash. Kid Flash. Kid Flash. Yeah, I vote Kid Flash, too. 
don't mind even though if, if, if that was a flash and green lantern book like that with the same though. pitch but flash that I, mean, I think that would win <laughs> yeah 100 percent. even if it was you know barry and hal kyle and volley or even alan and jay i think it would have just wrecked oh that would have been so good <laughs> that would have been cool <laughs> jsa yeah uh ghost from hell is it versus animal yeah man? yeah dc horror presents ghost from hell versus uh animal man yeah I think I voted for Animal Man. I voted Animal Man. I don't think either of these are going to win, though. Yeah. Um, then Green Lantern, Donald Scott versus Captain Carrot. I think we both Obviously Captain Lantern. Carrot. Oh, <laughs> okay. Although <laughs> nah, Captain Carrot and my best friend Darkseid, that sounds like a funny, like just a fun book. Yeah. That'll never but yeah, I, I voted for Green Lantern. Same. And then Superboy, Man of Tomorrow versus Cyborg, Cyber Gods. I am not a fool who has read Cyborg solo series, so I voted for Superboy. I voted for Superboy, too, though. Uh, I kind of wish Cyborg was against a different thing so they could go up to round two. Yeah. But, oh well. It'll oh, be interesting well. to see what wins. If you had to put a bet on which one is going to win it all, which are you taking? Not what you want to see, but what do you think is going to win it all? Justice League Redacted. Yeah, I feel like the winner of Justice League Redacted Suicide Squad is going to go on to win it all just because those are the most recognizable names. And when you take into it, you know, into account the social media votes, it's just a little overwhelming. But like next week, we're going to probably see Justice League Redacted versus Kid Flash. That's going to be a tough one, right? I'm going to be voting Kid Flash for that, but we'll see what happens. Same, same here. I mean, I think like if, if I had to bring it to my final votes, I'm going to go for the Alan Scott Green Lantern one, the uh, Kid Flash one, and then the Superboy one are going to be like my main three to root for, but. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. I have a feeling either the Justice League one or Suicide Squad one is going to get made. Yeah, exactly. But I, I like the round robin idea. I think it's like kind of an interesting premise. And like I haven't even read Robins yet. I probably might read it at some point because it's on DC Universe. Like it's easy to read, but like, like it's crazy. Like that was the big fuss last year, and like I, I didn't even have to read it. Yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like I didn't even hear anyone really talk about it. So how big was it? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't read it either. But all right, that's that's essentially the news of the week. Yeah, which means it's comic book time. Yeah, you want to talk rogues? I didn't read rogues. My first black label oh, that I own. Real quick, before you do that, should we say what we read? Like the number? Oh yeah, for the month. Yeah. So oh, we wait. every month we uh we count up every single back issue that we read or just issue in general, and we see if we beat each other. <laughs> so, I only count back issues. Hunter counts everything. I count everything. Well, you should count everything. I mean, I barely read any ongoings anyway. It would not really change the number. Oh, okay, fair enough. Okay, I got my number. One eighty-two. What? <laughs> oh, you have never. Oh. <laughs> You've that's actually my said... least that's actually my least read of 2022 i, know, I read more in february and january talk about what you read jeez i'm 122 i thought that was a lot okay. how about 122 <laughs> of all moon knight <laughs> yeah so you read all moon knight you except for batman hush i read batman hush at the start right mm-hmm. um i read um a lot of books actually so i finished yeah. out the stanley spider-man or up to the death of gwen stacy um i read all of Robin, Tim Drake's Robin run on uh, the Dixon run, which is a hundred and, I mean, a hundred and twelve issues maybe. So that was most of my issues it, for the month. I didn't even know it went past a hundred. Okay. 
Yeah, well, so he has three miniseries. It's like Robin, Robin 2, Robin 3, and then they do an ongoing. So, and then Dixon writes the first hundred issues of that. So I read all that. It goes on to like issue 190 or something like that. Wow. So yeah, it's a long run. I mean, 1993 to 2009 or 2000. Yeah, 2009. So So I read the first hundred issues of that. Um, I read Planetary, which is a 27 issue run from Vertigo, um, which not a lot of people talk about. It's pretty good. Um, And then I read some miniseries, Doctor Strange, The Oath, and then some uh, Star Wars Legends comics, Star Wars, The Dark Side, and Hair to the Empire, which is the General Thrawn one. Okay. So, yeah, I read a lot this month, 182. But it's my least amount for 2022, because I read way more in February and January, so. Out of curiosity, because I'm going to be reading Doctor Strange, like, right away here. What do you rate it? Uh, 10? 10 out of 10. Whoa! It was great. It was great. Nah, like... Like, I had always heard good things about it, and Harper had obviously talked it up as the Doctor Strange guy, but I, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Like, the very the very first panel starts with, like, uh, in a waiting room, and, like, there's, like, music, and, like, the way they draw the music coming out of the speaker looks at, like, you know, you see the lyrics and, like, the lines coming out of the speaker, mm-hmm. which Perfect. is cool, and it's a Frank Sinatra song that's playing. <laughs> so even though you can't hear it, I was just like, yep, you already won me over. <laughs> but, but the story was actually really good, and as someone who's never read Strange before, it was like easy to get into so there was like no real knowledge known i mean as long as you've seen the movies you're or the movie you're good do you think you'll continue with a bit more doctor strange this month yeah yeah i want to read um mark wade's but i'll probably go to harper for recommendations like wait which one should i read first but that one really made me want to read more strange so i think you're gonna like the oath yeah i plan on reading wade's as well and i want to read jason aaron's too and donny kate for, I don't know for april are you doing only strange or no i don't not only but i do plan on reading like a few strange titles for sure yeah but i, I can't believe I, you read all moon knight like that's crazy it was i mean think about moon knight comics for binging the highs are like peak like this is like some of the best marvel stuff ever and the lows are really low <laughs> It's like, right. ooh, this is the, not good. I, I can't believe the Bendis uh, Believe one is the worst one. Like, that shocked me because Actually, their Daredevil is so good. It's disrespectful for the character, but it's very short. The Houston and David Finch one, I didn't like that one. Ah, oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's good art. It, it you love, you art, love David just, Finch. I even, I looked up online, like, do people like this? No, they don't. Oh, so I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Because it's the one where he rips off the guy's face. Oh. And... At the time, people use it as, like, people use that scene. Like, see, look, Moon Knight's already. He's edgy. But I guess at the time when it came out, a lot of people dropped the book instantly. Because it's like, uh, this was 2006, and they're just like, oh, why? Like, what? It's it's kind of like the same as, like, when people use, like, an all-star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder uh, yeah, panel exactly. to, like, justify something in the DCEU. It's just like, yes, it happened. Yes, it's canon. And it's still brought up often in comics today. But it's still, like... That didn't need to happen. Like, why did it's too edgy for the sake of being edgy? It doesn't drive the story much. But yeah, I won't get into it. Which, which was which was your favorite Moon Knight that you read? Like, what oh, was your favorite the, run? The Greg Smallwood run, which I think you should read. That's that's the one with Jeff Lemire. Yep. Okay, yeah, that, that's the one I was I have in my Marvel Unlimited library. Sure. It's like only sixteen issues. It's fourteen actually. 14 issues yeah so I, I was gonna read that one oh my god soon. oh like you should read it right away yeah that blew me away i was like oh this the covered insane. issue one is really cool with him and like the padded exactly um, and you don't need to know anything going in like issue starts he's in a he's in a mental asylum and he doesn't know why he's like wait oh how to get here and that's right. how it starts and it's so interesting 
<laughs> yeah, I should I should read that this month. Definitely read it. It's 14 issue that's it. You could read it in like a day or two, but oh my god. It's in my top 10, I think, ever for Rones. Wow. That blew me away. That made me like I I was kind of like Moon Knight's all right. Like he's all right. But as soon as I got to that I'm like, "Oh my god, this is like perfect." I wish it went on longer, but yeah, that's 10. Out of, that was my 10 out of 10. Yeah. But yeah. So so for April now Doctor Strange, what else is, you know, in the plan to be read? What? Or is it just whatever comes your way? Whatever whatever comes my way. Whatever gets recommended yeah. to me that it sounds interesting. Uh, you read that Daredevil comic that Harper recommended. Redemption or something? Daredevil Redemption? Oh, yeah. I read that in January. Yeah, I might check that out. But Yeah, that's that's a short read. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm mostly Marvel Unlimited. I, I can't afford to buy trades or anything. I'm not going to get DC Universe. So it's going to be Marvel stuff, but I don't know. We'll see what I've so, so you hear that Hunter is taking recommendations as we speak. I, I literally am, yeah. To give me some recommendations. I plan on reading a lot of Thor in, in May, to the classic Thor stories to lead up to Love and Thunder, but because I've read a, I've read pretty much all of modern Thor outside of like 90s and stuff. So Right. But yeah, besides Thor, because that's gonna be my main thing, uh, and Doctor Strange, because that's my current thing. Let me know what you think I would enjoy and yeah, I mean the the oath, the oath is definitely going to be good. I'll you. be reading I think, that. I think, you're gonna I, I think read I'm going to be reading that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I read that. I was only going to read like an issue a day, but like after the first issue, I was like, all right, I got to keep going. Yeah, it, it starts with a bang. I mean, you you know, like the premise, right? You get shot. Yeah. yeah so like it starts with it starts with like a big like like whoa, and then like it just it poof, takes off. Like it's so good. So. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, excited. I, I'm smiling just thinking about it. Like it, it was that good. Of a like I was with Moon Knight. Okay. <laughs> like if I had to do like a, like my favorite miniseries ever, and I know I'm going full Hunter here, but like it's definitely my top ten miniseries ever. Hey. Yeah, no, I'm. It might. It'll probably be a mine. I'll probably read it. To, like I said, tomorrow. And you should read Moon Knight too. Like yeah, no, it's it's, it's in my Marvel Unlimited library. I gotta read it. Um, this month I'm probably gonna be reading. Well, I'm reading Jeff Johns Flash again. Trying to go up to Flashpoint because Flashpoint the sequel oh, happens right. this month. So yeah. I want to like. I haven't read Flashpoint since like 2014. Same. So it's it's been quite a while. I've only so ever I read it once. Read through that. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. flashpoint and rebirth 09 i've only read once and it was in like 2014 so it's something that like i want to revisit really i've read rebirth that, 09 a few times because i was like such a different reader back then like yeah. like in 20 in when when i was 14 i read batman hush and rebirth 09 and i was like these are the greatest comics ever There's and then like two i flash <laughs> and then like i you know like i expanded my you know comics and i was like oh wow like those are overrated but now i came back to them and i'm like no hush is still great why am i calling it Overrated. yeah i call it overrated too and then we both just reread it We're like wait this is actually yeah, really no, good why, why am i doing this this oh, is great so that's why i want wait, to revisit Jim those Lee, flashbooks jimley does draw the best gotham city <laughs> jimley does make a great rogues gallery he does <laughs> yeah. oh my god so good but so that's why i want to read it again i think like it'll be nice to revisit it and you know i, I think i'll like it and it'll get me ready for flashpoint beyond because i you know i remember the highlights of flashpoint but exactly not else, mm-hmm. so exactly but yeah, uh, Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight. Um, I'm actually reading, uh, I just started it yesterday, um, Darth Vader, or sorry, started it today. Uh, Darth Vader, um, so, not the Soul, I, I read the Soul one. The other one, uh, Karen Gillan, okay. the one yeah. that came before the Soul one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one where like Dr. Afra. Afra, Afra. I haven't I read it. So. Her name is. She, she's in that one, so okay. I'll read that. It's a short run as well, so. Cool. Got a few things working for April, you know. I gotta, I gotta give you a number that's gonna blow you away. Yeah, 
you, you already did. You, yeah. you, you literally yeah. saw my reaction. I, I thought I beat you for some reason. You weren't talking about what you were reading this month. I, I got to beat you. got to beat Tyler. All on a day's work. Yeah. <laughs> but. All right. Uh, Rogues? Rogues. Rogues was cool. Um, this is my first Black Label book. These things are gigantic. I like don't even know what to do with it, though. Like This is kind of my problem with, with Black Label. It's a cool idea, but I can't fit this in my comic box, and I don't have a bag and board for it. Yeah, mine's just sitting on my trade shelf, my, like, my what, Black Label stuff. What the hell do I do with it? Like, it's it's huge. I mean, it's cool because the art looks cool, but, like, I don't know. I wish it was my shop. My shop gives me a bag and board for every single issue. They did not give me a bag and board for this one. How are they going to do that? Yeah, uh, I need, like, a custom bag and board. They'll give you, like, a cardboard box and, like, (laughs) some random plastic. Be like, all right, good Uh, luck. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to put this on my comic shelf, like, my trade shelf, because it's not fitting in the box, like, Mm -hmm. the comic box. But, uh... Yeah, this was this was uh, something that I was definitely hyped for um, when it got announced. Joshua Williamson uh, doing like a black label story on the Rogues that's like set in the future. Um, it's like a Rogues like their last big heist. Um, I didn't really know that much going into it, other than that like they're just doing the heist. Like I actually kind of forgot that it was set in the future. So like it starts with uh, Captain Cold like in the present time. Like, you know, wearing, like, the blue hoodie and all that. Mm-hmm. And then it flashes forward uh, 10 years later. And I love the two-page spread here for 10 years later. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah. So that's, like, that's, that's like his, incredible. That's, like, his house there, like, next yeah. to the dump and, like, under the bridge. But the colors are really good in this book. Um, and, yeah, so he's, he's, like, a reformed criminal in this. Um, and he's, like, working, like, a shitty job. Like he has like a parole, uh, parole board, like a parole officer who visits him. Like, oh, you up to you up to any crime? And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like an alcoholic too. Like he's just like depressed. Um, he gets like a like a bump up at his job. Like he uh, what's it? promotion at his job? I forgot the word promotion. I felt I felt very dumb for a minute. Uh, he he gets a promotion at his job and he's like all hyped, but he works like a shitty dead end job. And then he finds out that they only promoted him because he already makes no money because he's a criminal. So, like, he's just living, like, a shitty life. Like, he has to take the bus. It's really crowded. And he's just, like, fuck. Like, life sucks. So he, he like, digs into uh, into his mattress and he pulls out, like, these, like, wires and, like, gadgets and stuff. And he puts together, like, a new cold gun. So, like, he made it seem, like, in the beginning that he was, you know, had nothing on him. He had nothing to do with being cold. Mm-hmm. But, like, he still got it. Um, he visits his sister, who's, like, a social worker. His sister's okay. a golden glider. So she's also a rogue. So and she doesn't want anything to do with him. She's like, get away from me. We could both get arrested just by talking. Like, I don't want to see you. Okay. And he's like, come on, I got a heist. And and she's like, no, no, I don't want to do it. And then he's like, you're living a shitty life. I'm living a shitty life. This could get us out of this shitty life. And she's like, all right, fine. So then he starts recruiting the rogues like one by one. But you find out that um, some of them have died. Weather Wizard and Captain Boomerang died at some point oh. here. So so not even all of them are alive. Um, he goes to like visit Trickster, who's like a He's like a con man performer. This like is the original trickster, I imagine. Yeah, but he looks like way different because he's got like plastic surgery. Oh, okay. Like he looks like nothing like like uh, this. Is, this is him right here. Like he looks nothing like the trickster. Oh, I like how they made him look like he got plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah. They even bring that up. Like, oh, you're looking a little wrinkly. He's like, am I? <laughs> but uh, he's, yeah, Len says, uh, "You don't look a day over 40. and he goes, "Forty." So. <laughs> So it's pretty good, but anyway, um, Trickster's like, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm making, I'm, I'm doing good things. Like, I'm, I'm not working with you. 
So he starts. He recruits the rogues one by one, though, and he gets people like uh, like Magenta, um, the one mm-hmm. with the magnets, yeah. Wally's old girlfriend. Um, like she's trying to get her pills in a pharmacy, and her prescription's not there, and she's like freaking out, and like all the metal starts bending in the store, and then they come and pay for her her uh, pills, and they're like, "Why don't you come visit us?" And um, so he's having trouble recruiting all the rogues, but he goes to Heatwave and he, and who's burning something, and he's like, "Hey, you in?" And Mick's like, "Yeah, I'm in." <laughs> so he's like, "All right away," <laughs> but. Um, so there's, there's a bunch of them teamed up and uh, Captain Cole tells them about like this heist that um, he heard someone in a bar talk about how Gorilla City is like like is the richest city in the world that they're sitting on like nothing but gold and all that mm-hmm. and that if they could get in there that would be the biggest heist of all time. So um, he, he pitches it and he's like all we got to do is get past Gorilla Grodd and all the rogues are like alright I'm out like I'm not doing this like you're going to get us killed and he's like wait 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 like this is all we need to change our lives. And we have our secret weapon, the Mirror Master. But Mirror Master isn't there. So they go to break him out of prison, and it goes, like, terribly wrong. Like, they all – they get caught, like, surrounded by the prison guards, like, right away. And Mirror Master's so doped up on drugs, like, he can't even escape. Like, he's having trouble moving. Mm. And uh, it gets, like, really dark. So they're surrounded by cops, right? They all got their hands up. They realize they're going back to jail. And then uh, he freezes all of them, so, like, they're ice. And he knocks their head right off, so they die. Like their oh. their bodies, like he kills them, and, and Captain Cole's like 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 we're not like the rogues of the past, like we're not fucking around. Like this is this is how serious this is. This is life or death. Hmm. And he's like he's like uh, the, the rogues are finally formed by the last page, and he's like next stop, grill the city. So it's a darker version of the rogues. It's you know rogues who have nothing to lose, and it's their last big heist. Like you know this like or death. So I could I like see it. a lot of them dying. <laughs> it's the Suicide Squad, but the Rogues. No, but it, it's cool. Um, the team's interesting too. You know, Magenta. Um, like she's not usually with the Rogues, so like but that. she's kind of like the powerhouse. And he even says that, like, "Oh, you lost Weather Wizard, so he's got to. Uh, she's got to be your. She's got to be like your powerhouse because you know she's the one that really has powers. <clears> so <throat> I was like, that's kind of cool. And she's unpredictable too. When she doesn't have her meds, like she's all you know, crushed metal. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it, and it's set like, you know, at least ten years in the future. So I'm curious if they're going to have any flash involvement at all. I'm guessing not, because, you know, they're going to Gorilla City. So why would Flash be there? If but they, I wouldn't be surprised if they throw in some Flash stuff by the end. If they do, I feel like it'd be like Irie or something. That would be really cool. I mean, I mean it's Williamson, so you know, he he definitely knows his his Flash stuff, and. I, uh, Drew was actually saying to me, "What if they did Old Man Flash, like from the Rebirth run, like with the gray beard?" And I was like, "Oh, they actually could do that, like Barry becoming that." I would actually really like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think Flash is really going to be in the story much, but who knows? I mean, this was originally started as three issues, but it got bumped up to four issues. So, you know, could be good. But well, I like the first issue; it was a good setup. I'm excited to see the rest. Cool. Nine out of ten. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. I, I like a good heist story. It's like kind of like a crime noir. like, And just like watching like Captain Cold get shit on. He's like, all right, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And like it, like the first page says the word fuck. And like, I was like, oh my God. Black like, Label. I've never seen that in a comic. <laughs> Welcome to Black Label. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it'll do that. Um, Real quick, uh, Spider-Man Beyond is over. Thank thankfully what, was... what are they doing with ben riley like what's so is he back on the shelf now it ends with ben thinking that peter took his life away and he's very angry at that and so he starts to destroy beyond headquarters and like all these chemical things that they were building start to leak out 
And so Peter goes to save him, but Ben basically is like, nah, nah, man, you, you took my life. I'm, I'm out. So he, he goes, he tries to kill himself essentially by jumping into this like acid type thing. It was like this green liquid. It doesn't burn you, but he gets knocked out and he goes in and the building falls on him. So Peter doesn't save him. And then there's like an epilogue where he, uh, he is, his girlfriend finds him in the rubble and brings him home. But he's seeing like the art's really cool. I don't have the issue on me downstairs, but the art is like, it's very like, he sees everything like a sketch. So it's right. like a pencil, like just very messy. And he's like, he's seeing holes in everyone's faces that he looks at. He doesn't recognize anyone. Right. And he's slowly going insane. But it ends with, he gets like a purple Spider-Man suit and he calls himself a name. It's like, it's not chat. I thought it was chat at first. It's like Chas or something like that. Chat. I can't remember. Ah, man. Oh, I was going to say, because I'm like, I, when I first read it, I thought it was Chad. I'm like, what? It's like Chas or something something similar like that. It, it, I don't right. know, but it's like a purple Spider-Man suit, essentially. So, and to be continues there. For Peter's story, it ends with, um, despite him getting an engagement ring and planning to propose to Mary Jane two years ago, still hasn't. But it, it does develop a bit more of the relationship where uh, he goes on a run with MJ and they go back to her apartment, and he's just like, well, I better get going. And she's like, wait, how about you just stay stay for a bit? And he's like, well, I'm a bit of a mess. Like, you gotta have some time away from me. And she's like, Peter, you're always a mess. I want you to move in. And he's like, okay, yeah, that, that sounds nice. So he's moving in with her. They give you little crumbs of Mary Jane and Peter. They'll never give you the bit. full thing, but little crumbs. They're, they're living together now. At least. What, <laughs> so. what writer is taking over Spider-Man? I forget the writer, but I know it's Romina Jr. Because they tease that, too. Right, they, right. They, so it's going back to number one. Yep. God, I hate Good time to jump on, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we said this at the beginning of Nick Spencer. Remember that first issue with, like, the dream with the black suit and mm-hmm. him and Mary Jane on top God, of that? That was, so, that was such a good start. And then it was, boo! Yeah. And it was, it was um, what's his name, Ryan Otley on the art. Oh, man, that was a cool time. That was such a good they start. They looked like Mark and Eve. Oh, what a time. They did, they did. <laughs> Tyler hates that, but yeah, they... I know, I know, he hates that. I was, I was just thinking that. A short brown hair guy and a redhead girl, like yeah. Uh, but yeah, it the this issue ended with uh, Peter and MJ. They they hug each other and they're, they're like happy again. And Peter's like, "Well, I better go get my stuff." And then MJ likes to like be like, "Peter, what's that?" He looks, turns around outside the window. There's this like glowing silhouette that just goes like Peter Parker. And then it just lights up and they both scream. And then it says, to be continued in Spider-Man number one. Oh, so this is the final issue until Spider-Man number one. Yeah, exactly. Which so is Spider-Man out, number one next month? Uh, well, April, yeah. it's I don't know For when sure. in April. But yeah, it's the next issue in The Amazing Spider-Man is Spider-Man number one. So wow. this was the end of Beyond. Uh, Beyond was all right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't care for Ben Riley, So I, right. I cared more about Peter's recovery. <laughs> right. Uh, Hulk... Uh, I'll just real, real quick. The whole Hulk run has been interesting. It's like Bruce Banner is controlling Hulk in like a virtual world where he's able to level up a challenge. And the harder the challenge, the more Hulk, the real Hulk is able to like grow and get stronger. So he's like fighting all these like mutant people, this giant spider creature that's like Spider-Man who screams responsibility. <laughs> And he's playing like a bunch of abominations, and the whole time, this... right? There was like a Wolverine robot. At one point, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Well, that's in the Hulk's virtual world where Bruce Banner's like turning it up. So round three was a giant Hulk, 
and oh. there's 10 rounds and it gets harder each round so that's what's been really interesting is what's each round so, so is each is each round like a different issue like pretty much three is issue three pretty much yeah gotcha it started off i think he was fighting another hulk and then i forget what level two was but level oh level two was just like an army and then the right. next level was a giant wolverine and then after that it goes to either level four i believe which was marvel zombies so you get the marvel universe's zombies that he has to fight and right. then and the art's really it's right out like so the right. art's really brutal and bloody and then they went to level five which was gods so like all of asgard comes against thor including or it comes against hulk including thor and odin in this virtual world so they're not real and then in this issue they go to level six which is demons so I'm like mephisto and you see like a ghost rider there and like it's just a ton of demons and the issue ends with like nukes being dropped on the real hulk so bruce cranks it up to nine and we don't see what nine is oh so that's what's been keeping me going for this is the art and seeing what each level is so it's confusing I mean, you, you've but never cool. really read hulk before right i mean you you read immortal hulk or no no i didn't i will but i have the first, I read the first 25 issues but the re- the only reason reading this is because of the creative team i like donny cates i like ryan otley so yeah <laughs> that's why i'm reading it and it crosses over with thor in a few weeks so i thought there's one part that was a little weird um so there's like these hulk creatures that this bruce banner from another earth is sending through a portal and general ross goes do you even know where you're sending them and he goes, and then there's like a little editor's note. You know when there's editors and like, oh, check out this issue to find out. Yeah. This one says, spoiler alert, there is a big place that they're going. Find out at issue nine. This was issue five. Oh. So it's like huge. That's right. That's four months in the future. I know. It's like, oh, okay. I guess, I guess we'll find out then. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all in all, it's good. And that, no, that's all good. I read. And that's pretty yeah. much the show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you for listening to the review of the greatest movie of 2022. I mean, bangers of comic book movies. We had Spider-Man No Way Home. We have the Batman, and we have Morbius. Technically, Doesn't we just got what a lot of people consider. I know you might not, but a lot of people consider the best Spider-Man movie. We got the best Batman movie. And this is technically the best Morbius movie. The best movie. Morbius movie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Next month might be the best Doctor Strange movie, but, I mean, this was the best Morbius. The, the greatest Morbius movie known to man. Oh, my uh, God. And the worst comic movie I've ever seen. But <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, come join us probably next week. I don't even know what comics are out. but we'll Devil's Reign finale. Devil's Reign finale. That, that's one that I know. Hyped. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Like us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. All that good stuff. You know what to do. Yeah. For Hero Story, I'm JD. I'm Hunter, and we haven't done this outro in a while. And every second is again. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and thanks for a year or two, I guess. <laughs>